You're listening to Live Wild Radio, the part-time adventure podcast. Join us as we explore how outdoor adventures build mind, body, and spirit. The day we're releasing this is April 1st. So uh, normally that would be like if you're getting it before noon, like, aha, everything's a prank. Um, But if you're like us... Um, you know, cause right now it's in the future cause it, right now we're recording this on March 20th. Yeah. We're in the middle of that sort of self quarantine from the novel coronavirus or the COVID-19 or, but it's kind of a, a very unique thing in, in, in my lifetime, right? Cause I've never had this, uh, whether it was SARS or H1N1 we didn't have this social distancing and self-isolation and not working that a lot of people run into. An economic downturn at the same time because of it. And, yeah. the, and the Saudis flooding the market with oil. It's kind of a twofer. <laughs> <laughs> as, as an outdoorsy person who likes to go on trips, it's sort of fucking us two ways. Number one, obviously we can't travel, right? We had to travel... Tra- like, Basically, when you're hearing this on April 1st, if all of this didn't happen, two days from now on April 3rd, you and I would be getting on a plane mm-hmm. to go down south to climb at Red Rocks. And then, you know, we had go pod- to Sedona. We had three podcasts lined up. Yeah. Really cool people. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, you know, maybe in the fall we get to go. Yep. Um, but that all gets scrapped. And we can't even like drive down to Kentucky to do some rock climbing. That park's the- been closed now. Red River Gorge. Yeah. Um, so you run into the thing where... where, uh, And not only has that park closed, but all the parks as of today, playgrounds and parks here where there's climbing. Yes. And I, and I understand why. Well, although I don't... Uh, I, 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 I sort of understand why. But it's kind of been just a kick in my nuts. Because first my climbing gym closed. Mm-hmm. Then my gym gym closed. Mm-hmm. Then I can't even go to the goddamn park and do some chin-ups. Mm-hmm. Right? So And to top this all off, after tomorrow, I'm not going to see you for a while. Yeah. Because Catherine uh, decided I have cooties. <laughs> see, so what we run into, Catherine works in like a fancy job where she does internet things, um, you know, and can, can like work from home. Um, I work in the retail outdoor business. And you guys continue to be open. Yeah. And so it's a thing where I go in and I'm, you know, keeping my social distance and hand sanitizing with an inch of my life um, and washing my hands all the time. And we're disinfecting the shit out of everything all the time. Um, but obviously, if I'm interacting with the public, even though the amount of them is down um, and I'm not putting on seminars, so we're not doing groups and all that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, I stand more chance of catching it than you do yeah and this is all happening when california announced as of today i believe or yesterday that you guys are in shelter mode which means you can only go go to the grocery store the doctors go for a walk that's it or get gas go to the bank i think um yeah shit set in the fan pretty hard um in my life we've got two grandmothers my mother and my kids nana and i and i'm very concerned about spreading that to them uh, I co-parent, so my kids go back and forth. We decided now to even do that a week at a time. 
So just to minimize any potential and, and I'm scared about even my health. Um, I have asthma. So, um, but at the end of the day, I, uh, I, I need to be there for my mom if something happens. And so in, in our efforts, it's um, like, like from friends. Yeah. What's that? We're, we're taking a break. <laughs> so, so, you know, and, so ask and us how we're doing. I'm doing awesome. Um, cause what I'm taking this as like, see, everybody has like different responses to it. I think. Like even like the people I work uh, with, some people are taking it differently, like more anxiety than others. Yeah, I'm in that camp. <clears throat> right. Whereas I'm looking at it like because at work they've shortened the hours were open. Um, and that would affect my pay, right? Because I'm just an hourly schlub. But the plus is, is that on the writing side, because I do a lot of freelance writing, if you ever need anybody to write for your website, um, you know. Uh, I'm more than happy to uh, write. I know how to write, uh, optimize for SEO. Uh, <laughs> just a little plug for anybody, but freelance, mm-hmm. um, you know. So, so uh, Winston Chaos at Gmail dot com <laughs> if you have any inquiries, uh, and I, I I will take getting paid in toilet paper, <laughs> which uh, is not true. Um, but yeah, like, but it's a it's a thing that I run into where um, rather than go, oh, you know, I'm making less because you know I'm doing fine. Um, what I run into is I don't have to be to work till noon and starting next week, we're done work at six. So I'm doing cardio every morning and we got, uh, resistance bands, um, gymnastics rings. Yeah. Uh, we already had, we have a TRX. We already have some dumbbells. So what I'm running into is I have time in the morning. I have time in the evening. I have gear. Uh, so like doing things like pull-ups and push-ups and dips and rows on the gymnastics rings, just slung over some soccer net goalposts. And then with the bands, I can do face pulls and, um, uh, rows and resisted push-ups, you know, a bunch of leg work. One-legged work we found out that we're pretty weak at. Yeah. Like we're imbalanced. Yeah. So, so this is pretty, uh, you know, you gotta look at the silver lining in all of this. Yeah. And, uh. Me being what's going on in my life. So I'm working from home. My place is looking a lot cleaner than usual. I had to take down my Christmas tree. Finally. But yeah, like you in the morning, I've um, every day this week I've gone hiking before work because I'm not commuting now. Mm-hmm. And it's been great. I mean, I, I've certainly been pretty anxious about this. I'm not going to lie. Uh, yeah, we'll get to some stories. <laughs> we already told all the stories. What do you mean all the stories? About my anxiety. On, on, we haven't told any of them yet. I thought we just did. I'm not seeing you now for the next little bit. What about the $400 worth of dehydrated okay, food you bought? <laughs> You're right. There's a bit more. Anyway, um, yeah. So long story short, um, there's been some positives. And um, and so a lot of it, I think, has gone into um, self-care So uh, and tidiness around here. And so, yeah. Anyways, today's show, so we, we just wanted to give you a bit of what's going on in our life, what's prompted this, but what's today's show about? Well, it's emergency preparedness. And we did, we'd already had a plan to do like a, an emergency preparedness episode, and that was before like a global pandemic. So uh, one of the things that I found really interesting, because I work in an outdoor store, right? And so, yes, we sell camping gear and all that kind of thing, but we're also a perfect source for emergency preparedness equipment. Like? Water purification and filtration equipment, uh, lighting, um, 
you know, uh, sustainable food or, or, or uh, non-perishable food, mm-hmm. like dehydrated meals, mm-hmm. uh, first aid kits, uh, you know, everything you would use in your 10 essentials for hiking, we sell, obviously. Um, <clears throat> but it also allows you to equip yourself for a power outage, um, being stuck at home. Mm-hmm. Right. Because, yes, obviously the supermarkets are still open, but having some food that won't go bad. Yeah. As a reserve. Yeah. You know, because right now it's isolating so that we don't spread the virus. But what if you have a power outage? Right. What if there's a problem with the water supply? Um, what if there's an ice storm? Right. We've run into these things before. Mm-hmm. Um you know, particularly here in Canada, you know, we have a lot of weather related things. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, maybe you're in an area that has um, seismic activity. So you have an earthquake, mm-hmm. right? So the power is out. Transportation's a problem because the roadways are damaged. Uh, so I thought this would be a great reason, you know, or excuse to talk about overall emergency preparedness and then specific things you can do uh, for... Uh, you know, the coronavirus, like mm-hmm. the, the, the the sort of quarantine or self-quarantine that people are running into. Yeah. Um, because these are kinds of things that people, uh, some people obviously, you know, there's a whole category of preppers out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but most people aren't adequately prepared. Yeah. Especially if you're in the city. Or, you know, and the bigger the city, the less prepared people are. Yeah, especially if you're in an apartment, I think as well. You know, minimalist living, you try and rid of all your excess, right? Um, but I think the number one st- place to start, let's let's address what's happening right now. Because I think everybody, that really resonates with everybody right now. Okay, so I, the first thing is your number one thing is not toilet paper. Like, let's just get that out there first. Like, the fact that... Something, you know, like basically people start panicking and the first thing they think of is fucking toilet paper. Yeah. People don't know what the hell they're doing. Yeah. So let me tell you what I think is the first thing. And I'm curious to hear what yours is. I think the first thing is that calm down. Get some facts and calm down. Because I think everybody's immediate reaction as things, especially on social media, start to come out and misinformation is to get very panicky and overhyped. And you can never make any good decisions when you're emotional. And as that, who who told you that? Um, I'm wondering where you heard that from. Um, a little bird. Yeah, a little bird. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's take a breath because in very rare occasions where it requires split second action, mm-hmm. right? You know, your fill, your kid falls in the raging river. Don't take a deep breath and figure out what to do. Right. Like fucking act. Uh, but outside of that, most of the things that cause people to panic. Um, aren't immediate, right? They're not something where if you fail to act at this second, you're going to have consequences, mm-hmm. right? So yes, you're you're dead on. Um, and I guess you know from my standpoint, like because that is my inherent thing to begin with. Um, you know, like and I've and I've told you this a bunch of times when we're out on trips and you're getting a little worked up, you know, because it's a you know, to you, it's like outside of your comfort zone. And my response is, you have no reason to worry until I'm worried. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, and have I been worried through this whole thing yet? No. No. Um, like, 
And when I say that, when I say don't worry, but, you know, or don't don't get it, what I'm saying is don't freak out. Keep your shit together. Mm-hmm. You're goddamn grown up. But you know, what you can do, as we talked about in our last one of our previous episodes on the many faces of mental health, when you're realizing you're experiencing all this anxiety, what you go through your checklist of things that generally keep your shit together. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's what I've been focusing on. But sometimes sometimes just the whole thing of real like just going to yourself. No, keep your shit together. Mm hmm. Wait, wait, what am I doing? You know, because like, don't get me wrong. Like, um, I understand. Like, if this happened to me 20 years ago, I would have a different response than I have now. Right. I have more life experience. Mm-hmm. I know, uh, you know, I've done more dangerous things and and calibrated myself. So it's like, you know, that if I know something isn't an immediate threat. Mm-hmm then I can stop and think and I can do a little bit of research. And yeah, but a lot of what's caused my anxiety is partly taking care of other people, right? Oh, yeah, but but it, it doesn't matter what sure causes it. They're okay, what do they have? And, and working through all the logistics of that, right? At the same time, um, I live in a condo. I don't hoard anything as far as food goes. Growing up in a Portuguese household, first generation, I'm used to having a big freezer load of food <laughs> and you can eat for two months. I don't have that. I literally go usually every two days to the grocery store. So when you start to see things are like being depleted, you can't but help but want to pick up things, you know, have extras. And I, shit, I probably spent 700 bucks in groceries and I'm not kidding. I'm not proud of that. Four of a hundred of that's in dehydrated meals. They're about 30 of them. Yeah, but they'll last for 25 years. So That's true. <laughs> and see that, that when um, she bought that, I was with her. And I didn't sort of like try to be the voice of reason because I know we'll just eventually use them. <laughs> so it's like, eh, we're stocked up. <laughs> you got some selfish interests. Well, you know, but, but more, it just comes in if you're like, it's a response that had no harm. It had a bit of harm to my pocketbook, let's just say. Nonetheless, I felt better having done a little bit of that. And mm-hmm. I'm not overflowing in any means. It just means that my freezer now is full of meat, which is in my fridge. Um, I've got 30 meals. Should an emergency happen, I've got it. And I can share it with other people. But <laughs> And this is one of the things for people to think about. Like You addressed an issue you had, which is you didn't have non-perishable foods. Yeah. Right. And that that doesn't have to be camping dehydrated meals. No. But if it's dried beans, dried rice. um, Pasta. You know, uh, pasta, oatmeal, things that all they take is water. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, you've got a camp stove. So even if the power is out. Oh, I'm set. You can still make those things. It was funny because when people told us not to go to Vegas, I got stuck there. And what are you going to do for housing? I'm like, (laughs) I don't care. I got a tent. <laughs> I, I can have a dirt bag. I can handle this. Yeah. Um, the only thing I need access to is food. As long as I've got access to food, we're good. Yeah. You know, it's just the fact that I have responsibilities. I didn't want to be walking on pins and needles and I would have been. I would have been miserable on a trip, checking my phone, what's going on, and worried about what if they close the borders and I can't see my kids. Um, and outside of that, then there's my mom. If something happens to her, she's 77 years old. She's not in the greatest health. So those were the things that were difficult for me. Yeah. And so we've canceled everything. But I think the the biggest thing that a lot of people run into is um, the kind of almost misinformation that's out there. Uh, you know, not understanding, okay, well, like, why am I quarantining? Mm-hmm. 
right? And the biggest reason for it um, is that if you don't do anything, it's going to spread super fast because it's a very contagious illness. Um, And about 20% of the people get severely ill, needing medical attention. Mm -hmm. And if that happens all at once, it overloads the medical system. And then they're going to have to pick and choose who gets treatment, who doesn't. You know, so if you slow it down, like an example of sort of when it gets overloaded is Italy. Like they're just, their system's blown, Mm -hmm. right? It's just beyond capacity. We seem to have gotten on it before it got out of control. And so these just various precautions, restaurants are closed. Um, You can go in and get takeout food, but you can't, you know, eat there. Mm-hmm. Right. Anything that gets keep people congregating together has been shut off. Mm-hmm. No libraries, no schools, no recreation centers. All of this stuff. We're reducing people massing together. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the key is just reaching like a, a threshold where it slows it to a manageable level. So some people are still going to get it. But the hospitals can handle the load coming in Mm -hmm. and that's 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 it yeah um and you know so who knows how long this is going to last like the way we're doing it um a couple of things that really opened my eyes though Mm -hmm. you know still working through it um number one uh is people should have been washing their fucking hands already Mm -hmm. (laughs) right like uh and guys i'm speaking to you um, so in talking to our maintenance staff at work, because we have public bathrooms, they change the soap in the men's half as often as they change the soap in the women's. Oh my God. Now it's equal. Yeah. Um, so that's number one. Like it's got people doing something they should have been doing already, which is just washing your goddamn hands. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause forget coronavirus. Yeah. Just general health. Like fucking E. coli, <laughs> you yeah. know, yeah. salmonella. Yeah. You know, regular flu, the cold, you know, I don't want your fucking herpes. <laughs> um, not that you can catch it that way, but you know what I mean. Um, and then the other one is just the lack of emergency preparedness, mm-hmm. right? Because that's sort of what we, we don't have a lot of people coming in and buying right now recreation gear. Mm-hmm. A little bit. What are they buying? Um, they're buying dehydrated meals. In stocks, like mass quantities. Yes. Then... Things like lighting, like headlamps, flashlights, Mm -hmm. lanterns, Mm -hmm. uh, then first aid kits, Mm -hmm. um, uh, fire starting materials, Mm -hmm. right? Like waterproof matches. And, you know, that's not what we need for this particularly. Right. But if you had a big power outage, you know, having a candle lantern or a few candle lanterns, having a way to make a fire outside, you know, these are all useful um water purification so water purification tablets filters like the pump filters the the grail because it it's one of the only ones that does uh bacteria parasites viruses and um chemical contamination like Mm -hmm. you know heavy metals and lead and that kind of thing Mm -hmm. um we can't keep those fucking things in stock Mm -hmm. right so uh most of the time we're a recreation store yeah um, but since this has come about, we're an emergency preparedness store, mm-hmm. right? Because, um, while 
maybe for for the coronavirus um the water purification or the food or what have you isn't going to come in but to me if if this has got people opening their eyes to emergency preparedness and actually you know equipping themselves yeah it's a positive thing yeah um and that's sort of a big plus um so let's let's just go through sort of some of the key things that people um like the government recommends that you are prepared to stay at home with no outside access for 72 hours not about the coronavirus but just in general right mm-hmm. that's 3 days so food mm-hmm. water mm-hmm. um and one of the simple things like if you get some like uh gallon jugs and you can turn it over because water can go stale mm-hmm. um but whether it's gallon jugs or we've got like the the five gallon jerry cans at work or that kind of thing mm-hmm. fill the fucking things where your tap and just keep you know because you need roughly four liters a day like call you know in, in, in a pinch you could mm-hmm. get by with two mm-hmm. right so you need to calculate what everybody in your household is because imagine the the water's turned off. Right. Do you have enough water? Yeah, I'm going to the river. You know, and that's where you need water filtration and chemical treatment, right? Because the river might have bacteria, parasites, and virus. Yeah. Most of the filters will take out bacteria and parasites, but they won't take out viruses, right? Because upriver from you towards Guelph is farms yeah and a sewage treatment plant mm. right so where where human waste can come in contact with That's the water yeah. viruses can be more of an issue so if you filter your water with a micro filter and then you know one chlorine tablet or two drops of chlorine like this we're having like bleach and an eyedropper um two drops of bleach per liter Mm-hmm. Um, if you filtered it and then used, you know, chlorine tablets or, or chlorine bleach, mm-hmm. um, once you put the bleach in, give it 20 minutes, if it's roughly 20 degrees Celsius out or 68 Fahrenheit, um, it takes about 20 minutes. The colder it is, the longer it takes. Um, you'll kill everything in it. So you'll have safe drinking water yeah. from, you know, like... That's the easiest way. Yeah. Right. So, but most people don't have that. Yeah. Of and course, then, you can boil it as well. Yeah. Bring it to a rolling boil... For one um, minute? For one minute. Uh, and for every 3,000 feet of altitude above sea level you are, um, you should add three minutes. Um, so, you know, if you're if you're higher altitude, it boils at a lower temperature, and it's the temperature that kills things, yeah. not the, uh, the boiling itself. Yeah. Right? It just happens to be at sea level, um, it boils at 100 Celsius. And 100 Celsius um, will kill just about any pathogens, mm-hmm. um, except for mad cow disease. Hmm. So don't get any mad cow disease in your water. <laughs> um, yeah. And, you know, having food that won't go bad, right? It can be bars and trail mix and, you know, rice and beans and dehydrated meals yeah, and oatmeal, oatmeal yeah. protein powder. Yeah, I I stocked up on that. I got three extra cans. I usually go through them pretty quickly, anyways. Mm-hmm. But just in case, yeah, because one scoop of protein powder is yeah. is a chicken breast, mm-hmm. right? And it's not you know gonna go bad overnight. Yeah, you know the way. Oh, I stocked up so to make sure I could keep up my regimen. Yeah, <laughs> not not from a survival perspective, you know. But anyway, um, 
Yeah, and well, because one of the things that we run into, uh, and I think the, outside of the the things you should have for emergency preparedness, um, you know, like we we obviously talked about food and water. If you're in your home, like even if the power out is out, mm-hmm. um, unless it is you're in Minnesota and it's the dead of winter, um. You've got shelter. You've got a bunch of blankets. If you're if you're outdoors, you probably got some sleeping bags. Staying warm, wear clothes. You know, like even with no power and no heat, mm-hmm. you know, you should be fine. You know, as far as the elements go, right? Um, you're protected from the rain. You're protected from the wind. Yeah. Listen, I mean, uh, most of us on the well, the northern hemisphere, we're going into spring, yeah. so you know, we winter camp. Um, you know, if you have no heat in here, there's definitely, you have a shelter, you have a big space, you'll be fine. Yeah. So it's just uh, a down sleeping bag, maybe a liner. You've got blankets, you're going to be just fine. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then you wear clothes. Yeah, you might just wear more sweaters or whatever. Yeah, wear two inside. Exactly. You know. So that's pretty easy. And yeah. you're protected from the elements. Let's just assume that there's no major emergency that there's an earthquake and your house is you know falling down yeah yeah you're told to stay put right but um yeah so that's that what's next um so then first aid and and medication so definitely um you should have like a, a first aid kit um you know adequate you know for dealing with like multiple kind of both small and major traumas because you might not be able to get help 911 might not work right um and then if you are someone who needs any medications, you're mm-hmm. diabetic, uh, you, you need blood pressure medication, any of these things, talk to your doctor to see if you can get, you know, like a couple months supply. Yeah, I did that. So um, a week and a half ago, two weeks ago is when I was told I'm not going to New York. Thank God they're really hit hard. Like 5,000 and something people in the whole state, 3,500 in New York City. And and a week and a half ago, it was like six. Crazy. Um, Yeah, I made an appointment with my doctor. Went in 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 a week's time from that, I suppose. And uh, said, hey, you know, last year I had pneumonia twice in two months or three months. My risk, I've been told that I should um, get a shot for that. Uh, My benefits cover it. So I got it. Made an appointment for Tuesday coming now, so like two weeks later, which I was thinking, shit, I should go in sooner. Got a call today and said, we have to cancel that. I said, absolutely. I completely understand. She said, Now, that, now you're like self-injecting. Well, she said <laughs> that um, I, I think they will call me or I, I should call back in April to see if there's a spot. And she was so grateful that I understood. I'm like, well, fuck yeah. Of course I understand. But I did get extra inhalers um, to have on hand. And, um, and there was a great post actually on Facebook from a nurse in Montreal, Katie, shout out to Katie. Um, and she said, you know, you might want to think about if you do get sick, what do you have at home? Right. So she talked about obviously fluids. Um, my doctor did say in order to help you keep your immune system up, lots of fluids and vitamin C can really help you at this time. But if you do get sick, maybe have some chicken uh, broth or soup in the freezer, right. As far as fluids that can help you. I'm on my own, so I'm trying to prepare. If I am on my own, well, what you else are because you, you're you're banishing me for two weeks. Exactly. <laughs> uh, although, if I am sick, I will ask you to come and get me some groceries. Probably. Yeah, it's like <laughs> you can leave it at the door. <laughs> I'll have to see you. I'll, <laughs> I'll stand down below the balcony, you know, with a boombox over my do head. Do you know what? That might be the thing to do. We'll, we should work out a contraption right now that I can just lower a rope and carry it up. That way, I don't have to like well from my window. Anyway. Yeah. 
Um, actually, you have keys. You can just drop it off and put it in my fridge. What the fuck am I talking about? Yeah. And just wash your hands on your way out. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, I was told to get, I think it was Tylenol at 50 milligrams a capsule. They also talked about like maybe NyQuil or Benadryl. In my case, I have asthma. I can't take anything that has DM in it. Dextromethorphan? Yeah. So Why I got not? some. Hmm. Because it, it induces asthma, makes it worse. And uh, humidifier, they, they recommend, yeah. which I have. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and if you think about things from the standpoint of, um, you know, things to bring your fever down, decongestants, all of that stuff, if you have that stocked up already. Mm-hmm. So if you do get sick, you're not having to go out risking, you know, spreading it just to combat the symptoms. Yeah. Um, so that helps as well. Mm-hmm. Um it's that kind of idea of if you stock up on a few things, make sure your first aid kit is stocked up. All the medications in it are current because those things That's do right. expire. Yeah. Um, you know, revamp it periodically. Yeah. And then beyond that, do you even know what the fuck to do with it? Mm-hmm. Right. Have you had any first aid training? Right. If somebody's choking, if somebody's uh, bleeding, you know, uh, having an allergic reaction, whatever it is. There could be other health issues going on. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, because obviously right now we're talking about the coronavirus and, mm-hmm. and you know, it's obviously a, a severe respiratory infection. Yeah. But you, with anything, you default to the level of your training. Mm-hmm. So if you had no first aid training, don't expect you're going to figure out how to be a doctor under yeah. stress. Yeah. Right. So, you know, first aid training, your standard first aid and CPR, mm-hmm. um, wilderness um, first aid uh, training, like that's really useful. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, learning all of these things uh, can be, you know, lifesavers, literally. Yep. Um, so, so getting that down. Um, and then, uh, you know, I think uh, some other big things you run into is your fitness. Mm-hmm. Uh, people don't preventative think, yeah i don't think a lot of people think of fitness as a survival thing but the fitter you are um the the easier any of the tasks yeah. you're going to do are yeah with this specific um virus it impacts your lungs mm-hmm. right so having more lung capacity lung capacity and so let me give you an example of that where i've experienced this um i've i've told you i've got asthma it's induced by animals so uh, I noticed a big difference where I would go to one person's house before I was doing yoga and I was doing lots of breathing and meditation. You know, you do your deep breathing. Mm-hmm. That will fucking strengthen your muscles, your lung capacity. Because I did notice that um, after I'd been doing that for a bit, I actually did it for two and a half years, but not long, long after of just doing it on a regular basis, three days a week, I'd go to my friend's house again with her dog didn't have my inhaler, no asthma attack. So there is a way to improve that, number one. Number mm. two, I asked my doctor, the fact that I'm doing all this cardio, thank God I have, which has really been fantastic the past three months, mm. will that make a difference? She said, yes, absolutely. So definitely fitness. And and for the fact that it also reduces your cortisol levels, right? Mm. When you are stressed out and anxious, as I'm sure all of us are experiencing, because there's so much to juggle and so much being thrown at us, go for your hike or your do whatever you do in the morning. We can still get on a bike and go, which I'm looking forward to. Um, You can still hike with your kids and get out. 
And especially being in nature, for a lot of us, like that's just amazing. Mm-hmm. Except for rock climbing. Because <laughs> you, you could touch something and get the cooties. Yeah. So um, that's actually been a blessing in disguise, as I said earlier. I've been doing more exercise. Yeah, because so. well, that's, that's actually an, the mental health aspect of it, right? Both the just what's the point in surviving if, you know, uh, uh, you're miserable, you know what I mean? Like having all the other stuff in place, but if you, if you're you're mentally falling apart, right? Mm-hmm. So the mental health aspect plays a role. Um, in the more prepared you are, the less stressed you are. Yeah. Right. And it actually uh, decreases your risk of getting ill. It does because, like, when you're stressed all the time, your body's flooded with cortisol. It's a stress hormone. It breaks. Uh, you know, muscle tissue down in addition to other things, but muscle tissue down um, to have available energy. It's part of the fight or flight response. Mm-hmm. Except for when you're distressed all the time, there's no fighting or flighting. Mm-hmm. You're just, b- your body's breaking down, but you're not doing anything with mm-hmm. it, right? Like it's meant for a lion's attacking you. Mm-hmm. Not, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen all the time. Mm-hmm. Right. So so when you are physically active, that helps reduce cortisol. Um, you know, there's various sort of, you know, whether it's breathing practices, uh, you know, just slow, deep breathing changes your body from like a sympathetic, you mm-hmm. know, state mm-hmm. to a parasympathetic state. Mm-hmm. I hope I got that right. I always fuck it up. Um, <laughs> but I think I'm right. Uh, but but it's it's sort of that down regulated, de-stressed. Um, that is super important. Your sleep. Yeah. Well, because if you're stressed all the time, you don't sleep well and then yeah. you're not recovering well. So when, uh, you know, basically this is a really long winded way of saying that when you don't have your stress management together, mm-hmm. um, over time that will affect your immune system, increasing the odds of you getting sick. Totally. Right. Um, if you can keep it more chill. Yeah. Right. Not that you don't take it seriously, but you're not freaking out by it. You're not, uh, 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 you know, it's yeah. like, you're, you know, you're just calm. You have to. You right? make better decisions that way. Yeah. Yeah. And you take care, you can take care of everybody. So um, I just got a new Garmin Phoenix uh, Sapphire Pro. Success. Success. Top of the line watch. It's an adventures watch. Um, you know, it's great. Got maps altitude, barometers, music steps, heart rate, music, everything. But the one thing it tracks, and I've been paying attention to this quite often, and it's been particularly helpful now, but even leading up to this, before this got shit started to hit the fan, um, I've been monitoring my sleep, mm-hmm. my quality of sleep, my mm-hmm. body battery, Yeah. which honestly was at 5% for like a while. It's like, what the fuck? And I was tired, but um, my stress level, so I do pay attention to that. I'm actually quite grateful to have it. I, I really love this watch. Hashtag or shout out to Garmin. Yeah. Um, and it tracks all that stuff. And then I, of course, I'm now big brother to my mom because I got her Fitbit to get her exercising more. And now I'm picking up the phone, mom. Hey, mom. Yeah, because you can monitor <laughs> online. So it's like like literally yesterday you called her. Uh, mom, you haven't taken enough steps today. Please. Because she was saying goodnight to go to bed. I'm like, mom, you need to go, please. You go for a walk. Go for a walk. <laughs> Please hit a thousand steps. Okay. It's like, you know. Yeah. It's it it's this older European lady. It's like, what kind of witch are you? How do you know what I'm doing? <laughs> <laughs> she 
She's going to throw that watch in the toilet soon. But you know what? Um, I have to say that these are great tools to keep track of your vitals, right? And sometimes I question how accurate this is. But you know what? It's generally accurate for how I feel. The right direction may not be 100%. But you know what? It's um, You got to measure the shit. Yeah. Well, if you think about this is the way because I sell these watches. um, What it is now is that you have some em- empirical data, mm-hmm. right? It's not 100%. It's not like being hooked up in a lab. Mm-hmm. But you have, you know, heart rate and stress and sleep. And now you're measuring these things, right? Because yeah, it, it becomes one of those deals where you've got to have a lot of years of being in tune with yourself to go, okay, how do I actually feel? So this gave me a reality check that yeah. when my body battery was at really low levels, I would have thought, okay, six hours sleep, I'll just deal with that. And I'm like, no, 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 I need to rest. And even honestly, uh, cause we were working out pretty hard mm-hmm. and, um, you know, you, you sometimes push through that or you've had a busy day and I'd look at that and say, you know what, I, I might actually slow it down this week because I want to see if I can up this. I want to feel better. So it actually caused me to take more rest than I really thought I should have taken but I but yeah but I, if you're not if you're not and I, I paid attention to it so I was way off so I'm kind of grateful for yeah. this actually because if you don't get enough sleep like there's yeah. been studies done on this you have one night of sleep that is uh you know below optimal mm-hmm. you know I think it's like you know one a night I'd have to look up the study but one night where uh, you're like two hours short, like, you know, normally you're supposed to get eight, but you get six. Yeah. Um, the next day, your blood profile will be of somebody 30 years older than you. Yeah, it's um, it's kind of scary. Well, not really. It just means, oh, well, I should sleep. It's, it's how often people do it. And um, yeah, I'm just grateful to have this. It's funny because now that we won't see each other for a bit, I'll get a lot more sleep. <laughs> There was a time, what was it? You were sick. Yeah. You were sick. And I'm like, no, I'm not going. You stay home, right? And well, I was, and I wasn't going to do anything anyway. Well, that's I fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, but I was pretty adamant about that. And I didn't see you for about a week. And I got a ton of sleep that way. Because usually, you know, I don't see you till six. And we go work out. And then we chill. And, and we eat. And we eat, yeah. And then I got to, you know, I'm spending time with the kids. And then, you know, by the time the kids are in bed, it might be 8.30. So we're just hanging out. Um, and, you know, sometimes you leave, I don't know, later, like at 10, 10.30. But then it takes me about an hour to wind down. Mm-hmm. I'm going through the social medias, which is a terrible habit, um, before bed. Whereas when you were, weren't here, I was going to bed at 10 and I was lights out. Yeah. I was easily getting eight hours sleep. So sleep training, so important for you. It's probably yeah, one of the top things you can do. Yeah, like and, for yourself. and it, it it does so much for your immune system. Yeah. Um if you don't want to get old, dudes, if you want your dick to work, sleep more. <laughs> like because all of these things are affected by just your body heals itself when you're sleeping. Yeah. Right? So uh if you're not getting enough sleep, you're not getting enough healing, you're just aging before your own eyes mm-hmm. um, so that's sort of a, a thing to pay attention to yeah like because you can't survive anything if you're perpetually sleep deprived yeah and again we talk the, about this more extensively about coping right with mental health and treating it it's like physical health 
it's a thing. And I think we're all... Well, in a sense, it is physical health. Because, mm-hmm. right, like... It, it, it's all of your brain. But often people feel that there's there's this negative stigma. Do you know what I mean? To admit to experiencing anxiety. I'm outside of this situation, right? Yeah. If you experience anxiety and on a regular basis and you have this nervousness or depression, right? People don't want to talk about it, but it's a real thing. And um, we do find in our, in our episode, um, I think it was 27, The Many Faces of Mental Health with Alyssa and Eric, we talk about like checklists and takeaways from different perspectives. Mm-hmm. So do listen to that. It's an excellent episode of resources. So, Yeah, because I think one of the biggest things you'll run into is that if you stop thinking of mental health as mental weakness. Exactly. Um, and just realize your brain is part of your body. Mm-hmm. If you break your arm, you don't feel bad about going to the doctor, right? Or, or you know, focusing, you twist an ankle, you'll nurse it back to health. Yeah. Right? Well, your mental health is just your body. And I think too, like, you know, people are checking in with us, with me constantly at work. That's the first thing people, everybody asks, how are you doing? When we're on one-on-one calls, mm-hmm. tell them how you're doing. If you're feeling nervous, they can help you, right? Like, is, is uh, if that's the case, like, um, it does it make me weird the fact that like i'm all happy and excited yes okay cool just check it because like i i found myself like coming out of work today yeah like i was singing oh my God. because of what's going on well not because of it but i'm not i'm not oh weird that you're all no no not at all because I i'm mean, like that all the time gotcha i thought you meant about the situation well, i was saying yes that's weird um, um, as far as in, no, I mean, I, you know, I think that's where you want to strive to be. I mean, you've got to, okay. And other very dire c- circumstances are way worse than this. Mm-hmm. Like world war two concentration camps. You've got to find ways to like fucking cheer up however you need to do it or, or get through things. You got to be resilient, right? Mm-hmm. We're nowhere near that. Okay. I know. Yeah. Although for some cases from a health perspective, that's a big issue when they get to that point. Right. Um, I feel sorry for the medical work workers, the people on the front lines, you know, they're exhausted. Right. So, um, but we have to take care of ourselves and sometimes obviously being prepared, you ease that off of your mind mm-hmm. and then you can take care of others. So that's why I had to go buy the 30 dehydrated meal packages for camping. Yes. Yeah. For that's camping. why it was, <laughs> um, so, so a few other things uh, is build yourself a network, right? Like the people you're close to, coordinate. So even if you're not supposed to, like in this case, we're not supposed to have a lot of contact. Mm-hmm. Um, that doesn't mean from an emergency preparedness standpoint. Let's say you've got a friend who's got a uh, friend or family. Maybe they got a place in the country. Yeah. Right? So maybe they got a bit more space. Yeah. Well, then coordinate that you'll store some stuff there. Yeah. Right? Like if they're, if they're accessible, right? You don't want something that's hours and hours away from you. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you sort of have a network mm-hmm. where they're like, hey, listen, if you, you know, if it ever really hits the fan, um, mm-hmm. you know, come out here. Yeah. Right? And we can all work together and just pool our resources. Yeah, I've got right? some people in mind. Yeah. Um, because you, you run into the thing where, where everybody's got different... Um, skills everybody's got different resources Mm -hmm. so if people uh 
you know, have something set up ahead of time. Right. Um, so that, you know, and then this kind of emergency happens, you know, like actually have a plan, mm-hmm. right? And even within your own family, mm-hmm. right? You might, when, when an emergency strikes, you might all be away from home, right? School, work, all those things. Right. What's the coordinated plan for everybody to get back together? Mm-hmm. Right. That is one of those things where, you know, I think so much panic happens because something does happen and nobody, where are we supposed to meet? Mm-hmm. Right. Like what's the game plan? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and imagine like, say, you know, because we're so used to instantaneous communication. Imagine like the cell networks were out. Yeah. Right. Well, if you don't have a game plan that will operate, whether you can communicate or not. Yeah. Um, well, then now That's all of a sudden yeah. you don't know where your kids are. You don't know where your wife is or, you oh my know. God. Yeah. Right. But if you've got a game plan already ahead of time. Yeah. You know, this is where we meet, you know, uh, and then all of a sudden everybody pulls there and then yeah. you can make your way home or where, whatever the game plan is, Yeah, you know, but that having all the things is great Yeah, and it's important, but people don't have a plan, mm-hmm. um, you know, because, you know, whether it's a tornado or uh, earthquake mm-hmm. or, you mm-hmm. know, power outage, ice storm. There's all of these types of, you know, disasters that can hit. Mm-hmm. And then what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Now people are frantically looking for their kids. Right. Right. But if, you know, now obviously say if your kids were in school, you better fucking hope that the school doesn't let them just run all willy nilly. Of course they would never you do know. that. Yeah. Um, uh, but. It's a scary situation because here's the thing. Um, and there's many people in my boat where they're co-parenting. Right. And I have a great relationship with my ex and, you know, his partner and everybody. I, I trust everybody, right? But it's scary. It bothers me that Amanda's passport is about to expire. You know, I was about to get it all renewed. And I probably should. Not that we're going to go anywhere. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But just I always like to have that freedom in case we need to, to do something. Or Yeah, because if you can make it to like, you know. Yeah. Down south, at but least that, you don't have to the, worry about but winter. But the reality is that that would never happen with me because there's another half, which is their father, mm. right? And that's the deal. Unless the zombies come. <laughs> We're not there. You know, then then yeah. you're going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know. And that, when it comes to zombies, it's like, are we talking like the slow walking dead zombies or the 28 days later, like running zombies, the fast zombies? Oh, there you go. Like the Terminators? Well, no, you've probably never seen 28 Days Later. The idea is that oh, no, it, I haven't. there is a virus that goes through, but it, it more, instead of it like reanimating dead people, okay. the way the typical zombie yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, they're fast. They, it's more like they're, they're rabbit. Like oh. they have rabies. Okay. You know. Wow. So basically they're super aggressive and okay, don't feel pain. Okay, let's not get paranoid. You know. Well, I'm not paranoid. I just think, you know. I think if you get people thinking of it in the sense of preparing for the zombies, yeah, it's more fun. <laughs> now you sound like that AK. Uh, what's his name that we saw yesterday on YouTube? AK guy. Oh yeah, yeah, Brandon Herrera. Oh my god. You know. He was all disappointed. Like, <laughs> what kind of apocalypse is this? this Where's so the goddamn boring. zombies? It's so boring. <laughs> I make guns for a living. <laughs> all right, we all need to calm you know. the fuck down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and and that's the thing. It's it's that keep calm and carry on. Yeah. Um, and exactly. You know, fundamentally, 
don't have contact with the with with groups of people or or yeah. you know with people you don't need to wash your hands disinfect things and what do you, what do you like to disinfect things with if you don't have hand sanitizer well, vinegar or like are we talking like surfaces yeah bleach mm-hmm. bleach is the best okay you know like when you smell bleach do you think i think it's dirty here <laughs> Right. And and everybody, that's actually one of those emergency preparedness things that everybody should have. Yeah. No, I have a couple of bottles, but my mom was also insisting I'd get some extra things of vinegar. I'm like, why? I got bleach. Because what? Well, because that'll discolor everything. I'm like, oh, that's true. But well, maybe. If, but if, if, you, if you care about that, but if it's that much of an urgency. Well, and vinegar can be used for, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but watch how you wash your hands. Actually, it was really, I caught myself. I'm like, number one, actually watch on TV how you should wash your hands. It should take a minute. Have you ever watched a fucking doctor show? Oh, I've seen them, but they this was in detail. Okay. Mm-hmm. Number two, you almost have to have a two towel system. One to turn on the tap, like to shut off the tap when you're done. The other one to dry your hands with. Now, the other thing is disinfect your taps all the time too. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, it's pointless. If you wash your hands, you turn off the tap. That's why like the lever ones are nice because you can turn it off with your elbow. Yeah. You can turn it on and off with your elbow. Yeah. Right. So you can do that in your kitchen. You can't do that in your bathrooms. I should talk to my landlord. Yeah, about it's that. like, hey, we don't have the uh, the the, the apocalypse uh, friendly. <laughs> oh, actually, I, I want I want automated ones where it's just got the the oh, infrared. Oh, there you go. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. You put your hands under yeah. motion sensor. Yeah. Um, Can you imagine all the new technology that's going to come out of this? Yeah, you know, people don't want to be around each other. <laughs> oh, plug for O two. Well, you know, th- and that made me think, like, as we were talking earlier today about businesses that are affected and could go under. Yeah. You know, one that, that's going to be fried. What Tinder. like hooking up with strangers yeah you shouldn't be doing it people but you know what else is happening what's that actually that's gone up in business apparently in china people who've been you know locked down with their partners and spouses are like sick and tired of each other divorce rates are up oh yeah and people are signing up for tinder and they're like i'll see you on the other side (laughs) seriously okay whatever yeah so it's kind of double-edged know. sword, I suppose. Yeah. Um, but if, if, if anything you take away from this today, um, proper, you know, equipping yourself at home for emergencies, uh-huh. right? Um, bare minimum of 72 hours, but with sort of what we're running into, maybe even a week. Yeah. Right? As far as, you know, foods that won't go bad. Especially if you're sick. Yeah. Like canned goods, dried foods, um, you know, a way to have safe drinking water and, you know, obviously first aid and medications. Mm-hmm. Those are some of your big ones. Uh, you know, so it, it's a thing like keep a jug that you just keep every week you dump out and fill up again. Yeah. Right. And you don't have to just waste the water, pour it down the drain. Um, you could use it to flush your toilet or, you know, whatever. But, you know, like yeah. and it doesn't even have to be every week, but every month or so you rotate that yeah. water. Considering, too, that we know that this is going around and there's an, there's a chance that you could get it, you should probably read all the um, advice out there your public health is offering about if, you know, number one, what are the symptoms? Number two, how to care for somebody that's in self-isolation. What does self-isolation mean when you have a whole family mm-hmm. in the house? Like, how do, what, do you put up a curtain? <laughs> like what? Well, curtain ain't doing shit. But. I know. I know. But the idea is it's a separation point. How yeah. do you manage that? You know? Yeah. And that that's... That's not about, you know, the phone numbers that you need. 
Like have all that shit ready because what is it? Eight one one is the uh, the hotline you can call for yeah. support. That was easy. That's easy to remember. But there's some other. I think there's some other tips. Yeah, and one of the one of the biggest things you're going to run into is uh, understanding that we're going to get through this. Yeah. Um, it's difficult. Uh, and 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 it's a big disruption for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um. But all of us working together, like specifically about the coronavirus, um, reduces the spread. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, sort of some elderly people, if we can keep them from ever getting exposed to it. Yeah. Um, and then the people that do get exposed, because, you know, you can't lock down the world. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not so overburdening the medical system that they can get the help they need. Right. Right. They can get triaged properly. Yeah. You know, they can get isolated and you know intensive care Mm -hmm. uh you know and when you have companies like locally uh there's an automotive parts company that's starting to make hardware for ventilator machines yeah Yeah. and elon musk said he's going to do it and yeah you know somebody with a 3d printing machine there's like these valves that they needed Mm -hmm. and they didn't have enough of them and the the people that made the ventilators didn't have enough of them so a guy started 3d printing them you know there's a lot of solutions on that note of their emergency preparedness is um, entrepreneur, yeah, being entrepreneurial, looking at your life and what skills do you have, and um, you know, from a financial perspective, right? Like you yourself, you freelance on the side. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad idea, even when you are working full time, to explore. Have a side hustle. You know, we all know that we should have a savings, we should have a safety net, but diversifying your lifestyle, your work, to have a side hustle that you enjoy. You know, you still have your focus on your day job, but is there mm-hmm. puts you in a much better situation. Well, especially if you're somebody who rebound. got laid off, yeah, because you know your business closed for yeah. this. Yeah, um, not having all of your income sources dried up, mm-hmm. uh, and that's where like having things that you can do over the internet. Yeah, you know whether it's writing or well, you've got websites. The or, other big thing too, from a business perspective, is that where it is slow and your company will allow it because they need some skills. Is a lot of our companies promoting like this is a good time for reading and professional development. You know, pick up the skills that we need to do our job right in a different way. Mm. Um, so there's opportunities there. Yeah, yeah, and 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 I think the the thing comes in too is that. Uh, if you've got, you know, like a few revenue streams, mm-hmm. um, then when uh, one of them dries up, it's just like diversified investments. Yeah. Um, you're not completely out to lunch. Yeah. And that's where, you know, things like like having a, uh, a website for something you're interested in, mm-hmm. you know, and this is a whole different topic, but uh, that because you have traffic coming to it, you have ads, you have, you know, info products, whatever for sale. You kind of have this passive revenue stream. Uh-huh. So even when you're sick, it's still making you money. Yeah. Right? Exactly. You know, where, so there you go. because especially, you know, like our, our neighbors to the south don't have um, the same social safety net that we do. Right. Um, so. It's harder for them to take a risk too. Yeah. You know, to be entrepreneurial when you don't have benefits, et cetera. So for societies that do have that, take a fucking advantage of it. Yeah. 
You should have voted for Bernie Sanders, everybody. <laughs> Not that voting for Bernie would have gotten you universal health care, but it would have gotten you a, cl- uh, a step closer. Because yeah. that's actually a very interesting thing. And this isn't specifically like a, you know, a political podcast. But the idea that's kind of fascinating is that if you have, like, call it universal health care or whatever you want to call it. But, you know, like when we go to the doctor, we don't get a bill. Yeah. Right. It's paid for out of our taxes. So we pay for it, but it's spread over everybody. Right. Um, well, if you lose your job, you don't lose your health care. Mm-hmm. Right. Which means if you want to like leave your job, you know, anybody to start a business. Right. Your family still got health care. Yeah. Yeah. I, that that was an interesting um, point that I had just come to to light about that in the States there isn't much risk taking a lot it's very difficult. Yeah, especially once you, like if you... When you're in a secure job with benefits, why would you leave that to start something that you don't, when you have a family? Yeah. Like if you're you're young and you're single, you can be brave. Yeah. Yeah. But that's one of the cool things you run into in Canada. You get people in the 40s and 50s leaving whatever they're doing and starting a thing. Yeah. Right? And they don't worry about taking their kid to the doctor. Yeah. Right? So uh, that's... One of those things that we can be thankful for up here. Yeah, but you know what? Um, to leave this on a positive note, um, I think that's positive. Yeah, uh, it, <laughs> it is. Except that they're not in Canada, uh, so it's not very positive. But I think what is important is that in every crisis situation, there's opportunity for growth, yes. right? Because it stops us, it halts us in our tracks to not continue just day in and day out doing what we're doing mindlessly every day. Mm-hmm. We reevaluate what's going on in our life, our personal life, and the changes we want to make with ourselves and even professionally and in our business. Yeah. Great opportunity. So there you have it. I think it's going to be really exciting what's to come once yeah. we get through this. So it's it's day one of uh, uh, all Winston can do is go to work and work out starting tomorrow. Right. Although I have this weekend off, like we're recording on a Friday. Yeah. Um and we're going to record a couple more because we won't see each other yeah for a while yeah it's Catherine's choice i I don't (laughs) i don't begrudge it like you know like i i you've weighed everything out yeah and because i'm i'm dirty uh (laughs) you know you uh, choose to be dirty well i work yes you know and i think we we've had a discussion like she thinks my business should be closed i do um Whereas I, I think we provide a valuable service to the community. You know, it, it, it becomes one of those things where uh, if I can get more and more people equipped to handle emergencies with mm-hmm. the proper stuff at home, yeah, then I think we're doing a, 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 a civic good. Yeah. Um, and it keeps everybody employed and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. Hopefully you guys are all doing well. You know, you're getting through this, um, you know. Uh, don't be those people going down to like Daytona Beach Fuck. and having spring break with thousands of people because um, somebody's going to get the monkey pox. <laughs> uh, you know, because it, it'd be horrible to come home with like both crabs and uh, <laughs> coronavirus. Can you imagine? You know, it's like, oh, I got an STD <laughs> and a terrible lung, you know, respiratory Great. illness. Great. Um, so... Uh, give it a break um you know 
the social distancing. It's not a thing we ever talked about before. Right. Now it's just part of the vernacular. Yeah. Um, but but still get outside, right? You know, um, you can still go for a hike. You can go for a bike ride. Yeah. Um, you can still exercise. Yeah. Just avoid crowds. Yeah. Right. Um, because it, it's a thing of staying active, staying sharp in your mind. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're when you're in and it's and it and there's some stress like anxiety mm-hmm. it's so easy just to eat snacks and drink too much oh do not do that it's not worth it yeah like you're just, just, yeah you're just gonna feel shitty about yourself yeah um yeah i'm looking at this whole thing because i've got more time in the morning and then more time in the evening yeah um for me it's like workout time yeah like i i'm because like our trip got canceled yeah and then our second trip got canceled yeah you know the I, trip and now we're not gonna see each other <laughs> yeah so for me it's like Okay. You know, uh, like I literally, I'm going to be doing two a days like a pro athlete. Yeah. Uh, and we'll see how long I can do that at 49 years old, but yeah. I got nothing else to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Cause it's like fucking Netflix hasn't really put anything out where it's like, oh man, I got to watch this, hmm. which I'm happy with. Don't right. get me wrong. Yeah. Uh, because I'm perfectly capable of being a lazy shit. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, when we do our next episode, which is about sort of what you can do for fitness. Mm-hmm. Right. A whole bunch of like home fit ideas and, you know, because you can't go to the climbing gym, you can't go to the gym gym. Uh, we're going to be doing that in an upcoming episode. Mm-hmm. And track tip Tuesdays. We'll have some ideas as well. Yeah. Because that's yeah. actually what we're going to be putting out. Before it, uh, before this episode. Yeah. Before this. So, so after this episode, but before you hear it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Did you follow that? It's fucking time travel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so check out our website. You'll see the hiking 10 essentials there. Livewildradio.com. Uh, like, subscribe. Give us a comment. Yeah, Reach like on out. iTunes. Go on yeah. iTunes. Give us a five-star review. We've never asked for this before. So if you do listen, I don't think we've ever gotten any reviews on iTunes. No. But other podcasts ask people to go because it moves you up in the iTunes rankings or something. Yeah. Like, that's just what I hear on other podcasts. So we're just mimicking what uh, more successful people do. Um, so, you know, give it a five-star review. Leave a comment. Um, you know, leave a comment on any of our Instagrams yep. or Facebooks. Share, Share. Like, tell your friends. You got, nothing else. You yep. got nothing else to do. It's <laughs> really what we're saying. You got nothing else to do. <laughs> so, like, and, and that's the thing. We're going to all most <laughs> get through this. Uh, oh, fuck. Well, it's true. Is that how you're ending it? Um, yeah. <laughs> um, so it's like anything. Like I, I, we need to wrap this up. That's what I'm doing. All right. Um, I I kind of see life like, and I'm one of these people that that is open, like high in the trade openness. Um, when you do the personality profile, um, I can handle anything but boredom. Um, so I'm finding this like very stimulating yeah. versus anxiety causing. Okay. Right? It's like, what's next? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this is changing. This is new. I like new. Um, this is, uh, when they call it like the novel coronavirus, this is all very novel to me. <laughs> um, so it, it, just remember, like, uh, whether it's wars or, you know, look at throughout history. Mm-hmm. There's always been these big disruptions and we just keep carrying on. Yeah. Right? And you can do it too, even if it feels scary right now. Yeah. So we have faith in you. Uh, and uh, until next time. Work hard. Play dirty. Bye. But actually don't. Well, after you play dirty, then disinfect it. Yeah. <laughs>